it's Amanda and we're basically basic if you guys haven't followed us yet on social media we are at basically basic podcast and we would love to hear from you guys so please follow us tag us especially when you're doing all your fun basic girly things we'd love to know yes okay guys so last week if you listen to our podcast we talked about friendship but we started the podcast by talking about our breaking news story that jay Beebs got married Which, apparently, (laughs) we don't know if he did or not, actually. We don't actually know. Like, so here's the thing. We want you to trust us, and we probably need someone to fact check us before we say all the things that we talk about. Interns, are you out there? Yeah, we we need, like, some intern fact checkers. Yeah, we really just need you to, if you want to be an intern for our show, we really just need you to sit on your phone and scroll through um, the breaking news stories. Yes. Well, and also just to be like, yeah, that's not true. Or, (laughs) if you, like, are personally besties with some celebrities, like, we would totally accept you. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So all this to say, I've texted Justin, have not, re- he's not returned my text. No. So I've, rude. I've also texted Selena, have yet to hear back. Yeah, she's, she probably just is she's done probably like, talking about it. Haley and I, you know, our friendship is on the rock, so it's cool. It's fine. <laughs> so. Um, all this to say, apparently, to according to our sources, not even her sister knows if this is legit. So they could be married, they could not be married. Who the knows? world may never know. No. Um. Really, though, this week has been kind of a chill week for e-news like entertainment yeah, there's yeah, really nothing really not anything breaking. else going on i really want to see the movie a star is born i do too. Uh, i'm really pumped about that. that first of all maybe we should see it together we should see it together one two bradley cooper literally does everything everything i know like who knew he sang i don't i didn't i didn't who knew who knew that voice was behind those good looks right he's got it all bradley <laughs> you're checking every box i Brad. mean seriously he really is also Lady Gaga, I mean, we all knew she could act, but I'm Which, in, I'm if you excited. have not seen her documentary on Netflix, no. Five Foot Two, or maybe it's Five Foot Three, I don't know. It's Five Foot Something. Lady Gaga, are you Five Foot Two? What's her real name? Stephanie. Stephanie, wow. Stephanie? Is that really I it? think it really is, yeah. I think it's Stephanie, like, German. That's such a basic name. I love it. Like hey, Stephanie. It's like an Italian last name, like Germanato or something. Wow. If I'm, I'm going to listen back to this episode and be like, that's not the way you pronounce no. it. And fact checker. Like, <laughs> like, that's I'm not like, her name. That's not her name. But Actually. It, it's something really close. I know. If the, So for those of you listening that are like, that's not right, I'm sorry. I'm just going, I'm going to go ahead all and the, tell what you What is she, oh, right. all her little monsters. That's what she calls uh, her fans. Yeah. Yep. If I you're a little it. monster, you can just DM us and tell us how to pronounce her real name, but yeah, she's super talented. She's I, so I didn't talented. know she had a documentary. Yes, though. you have to watch it. It's either called Five Foot Two or Five Foot Three, but it may or be Five Foot One or, or Five Foot, foot one, Four, or it's like Five Foot Eight. I'm not sure, but you have to watch it because it's so entertaining and it gives you like a peek inside what her day to day life looks like, and it made me love her even more than I already do. Is it she's like such an is it a happy documentary though, or is it sad? It's like both. Okay, it like it'll make you sad because I feel like be sad, yeah, but then it'll make you like. Uh, it's a little sad. A lot of artist documentaries... Ah, wait, I just remember this. <laughs> Guys, side note, Amanda and I went to England together once and on a mission trip, it was incredible. But on our flight over there, I didn't... There was, You know how they give you movies That's that like exactly you haven't seen yet? About. Yes. So she's sitting on one side of me. My friend Mateo's sitting on the other side. I wake up from like a nap because I'm flying. So why would I not be sleeping when we have an eight-hour flight? And both of them are, like, crying on both sides of me. And I'm like, what is happening? And it's because they're both watching the Amy Winehouse documentary. Which, that is also now on Netflix. Is it really? Yes, it's on Netflix now, but I couldn't bring myself to watch it again. Well, yeah, y'all were like, you should watch it. I was like, why would I watch it? Both of you are bawling right now. I just wanted someone to tell her that they loved her, but it was, like, she was already gone. That's so sad. Yeah, that's the thing. Okay, with documentaries that are depressing, when the person's already died, it's like, well, there's no... There's no hope. Happy ending. I know. Well, there is hope if you have Jesus, so. Right, but like, 
but she's already bit. gone. Like, I mean, I know. I don't know. I know. But it's in a, that's also a really good documentary, too, because it she kind of, like, didn't want the fame from day one and then got it. And then she was like, no, I told you I didn't want this. Like, I told wow. you I couldn't do this. I wonder, like, how many celebrities – I know we're, like, joking about being friends with Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin, but, like – so many people feel like they actually know celebrities just because their life is so public. Oh, yeah. But, like, I wonder how many of them are, you know, wanted to do it because they love the artistry. Like, they wanted to be a musician or, That's, like, an actor. That was Amy. Really? She, she was, like, it It was, like, footage from her before she was famous, like, singing and, like, playing piano. Mm-hmm. And it was beautiful. It may have even been, like, guitar, too. And she, it was so beautiful. And there, someone asked her, like, do you think you'd ever want to be famous? And her first words were, I don't know. I don't think I could handle it. Wow. And then she became famous. Well, because... I feel like I've heard people say, which is really rude, but be like, well, they asked for it. And it's like, well, not really. Like, no. they want to, they love their craft. Right. And so they want to be at the highest level of it. Right. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they, like, fully could comprehend what fame what that would entailed. look like. Yeah. Right. No, I totally agree. I have agree. such a, a heart for... Musicians. Music, for, yeah. For, honestly, for one. famous people. I know that sounds weird. That's true. No, not that's that I, true. Like, just, like, I have compassion because I'm like... Well, look at Britney. <sighs> Britney and her Britney. highest just went crazy. But it's because... Humans are not meant to be like praised that high. No. That highly. They're really not. And when you are, you're automatically going to be like set up for failure because nobody was built. No, like human mankind was built wow. to be like set up to be worshipped that much. Right. And you're just put on this like Cause you're always gonna, high horse yes, that you didn't. That you'll never meet up to. Yeah, you'll never meet up to. No I mean, matter who you are. Ugh. I know. Wow, we just want a soapbox. Wow. Well, this brings me to that being said. (laughs) On that note, Starbucks. That's a great transition. Let me tell you my Starbucks order. So, guys, I've been a little bit under the weather this past week. Um, Sickness is just going around. And we're speaking against everyone. We just pray. Every family out there who has a kid in school. I feel like when kids go back to school, Mm. everyone just gets sick and then brings it home. And so we're just going to say no. Yeah, we say no to that. And speak against that in your homes and in your families and in your car when you're driving. Wherever you are, we just pray for health and wellness. But that being said, it did hit me a little bit, so... <laughs> and I would say, I feel like I might have given it to you. Oh, yeah. You did have it a little bit first. I, I really forgot. hope not. It's okay. When one friend's sick and... A, it was that last episode we were holding hands yeah. the whole time. And you're not really a true friend unless you're sick together. Let's That's be so real. true. So now we're just even more besties. Um, But I discovered in my sickness this drink at Starbucks, and you guys might think, wow, I have been drinking this for years which if i had never case, heard of it which i feel like if cammy hadn't heard of it then this is i like am my last name is actually starbucks <laughs> her name's cameron starbucks cameron avers starbucks will that be my middle name oh, yeah, so i'm cameron true. avers starbucks <laughs> so guys this drink is called the medicine ball you can google it to see all what's inside of it but it's basically like one big ball of wellness it's just a ball of medicine. It is a ball of medicine. Actually, that makes it sound gross because it yeah. actually tastes really good. Okay, so what is – I don't know every ingredient. You can Google that if you want to. But on my cup, it's green honey citrus mixed with mint tea. That, yeah. Yes. And then you can – so they also do like steamed lemonade. I did not do the steamed lemonade this time because last time it was a little too sour for me. This is like my fourth one from being sick this week. Um, but it's so good. You can also get like one pump of peppermint in it. And it really does just taste like this wonderful thing when you're not feeling well. Didn't it's you like say like you could literally just go to the counter and say, I you want say a medicine, medicine ball. Yeah. Today I said and I want – Literally when I ordered today, I said I want a grande medicine ball with no lemonade. And they're like, great. Wow. And put it on the little menu. Wow, Amanda, I'm, I'm impressed with you. you. Also, I'm laughing, though, because you said, this is my fourth one this week from being sick, which makes me think it probably doesn't work that well. <laughs> if you're still 
<laughs> if you're you still eating a fourth, you know maybe it it's not working. Me, it just makes me feel fancy, and I like drinking it. Okay, but you feel better. I feel better than yeah. you did. I do feel much better a than couple it's days ago. Slowly working. Yeah, cool. I love that. <laughs> so I'm drinking an iced coffee. I love Blah. it. I love it. You know what? I really but pulled the horse for us. The reason <laughs> why pulled the horse is that a saying? I, I mean, I really pulled the horse today. <laughs> like a carriage? Like, uh, would you like what? <laughs> okay, fact checker interns, we need you to. Is that a saying? I've never it's heard not, of someone pulling the horse. Pull the carrot? You're carrying the weight. You're carrying the weight. I was like, where are you? What is? What is your? It's goal a medicine here? I'm on, guys. Wow, it's her medicine ball. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Um, I'm drinking iced coffee because it's like 500 degrees outside. It is. It's so hot. We need. I rebuke you, hot weather. <laughs> we need, in Jesus we name. We need fall right now. Oh, right it was nice like two days ago. I know. It'll get nice again. Wow. Okay. We're gonna speak that. Wow. Day. We are just really going on tangents <laughs> today. Thank you for sitting with us at this wonderful coffee date that I feel like you're on with us, listeners. Okay. So today, guys, we are on episode four, which is crazy and exciting, and we have titled this episode. Dear 20-year-old me, in this episode, we are going to go through the five things, we kind of broke it down to like five categories, mm-hmm. of the things that we wish someone had sat us down when we turned 20 and, and told said, us. hey, you need to know this. Yeah. Yeah. And the things we've learned through those yeah. five different categories, which we're super excited about. Totally, because I, I will be 30 in a month, which is insane. Yeah, that's crazy. And I'm excited, but also like, what the heck? And then you turn... 29. 29. Yeah, in two weeks. So I love it because we're still, in, we're both in our 20s still. But they're, through that process, I think we've just learned some some stuff. Yeah, that yeah. we can't wait to share. Yeah. Your 20s can be the time of your life, the time to hustle, to discover, to adventure, the time to step out, and to boldly step into who you were made to be. On the flip side, your 20s can also be the season of the fight, fighting to figure it all out, fighting to find your place at the top, and fighting to get there as fast as possible. Still in our 20s ourselves, but not for much longer, this is our podcast to speak to 20-year-old Cammie and Amanda. These are the five things we wish somebody had told us as we ventured into the great unknown, known as your 20s. Woo! 20s! So good. Okay, so I feel like probably a lot of people listening to our podcast, well, I guess everybody listening to our podcast would fall into two categories. Either you are older than 20 and you're like... Preach, sister, like you've I've walk, been, there. been there and done that, like you've walked through the 20s and you totally can relate to what we're talking about. Or maybe you're in the middle of it. Maybe you're mid-20s mm-hmm. and you're like, yep, no one told me this, but it looks a little different than I thought. Or you like are about to step into that and yeah. maybe it's the beginning. And the crazy thing about your 20s, y'all, is that it, there's such a wide range of growth that's happening. Like I feel like it's this constant like roller coaster of like your 20s has some of the best moments like those highlight moments of you're really discovering who you are and who the Lord's called you to be but in that I love that we talked about how there is that fight because it totally is like that struggle to feel this pressure to step into like okay I I can see glimpses of who I'm supposed to be but like how do I fully step into that Mm -hmm. and at the same time there's this worldly pressure that the world puts on us to have it figured out in your 20s and you just can't yet no there's no way to know until you've gotten there no and I I think our motivation for this episode was just me and like when I look back on the last nine almost 10 years like there were so many moments I just wish someone had sat me down and been like hey like it's okay yeah like it's okay that you don't have it figured out it's okay that this is hard like this is normal I feel like 20s can be some of the most isolating times because part of not being fully into maturity yet is not having the ability to be that vulnerable. Like right. I feel like as I've grown, 
I've accepted more of myself, which makes me more accepting of others, which makes me more able to like open myself up. Right. Mm -hmm. But I feel like in the beginning of my twenties, I wanted so badly to like just be an adult. And I felt like in my mind, to like be there, wherever there was. I think in my mind, adulthood equaled being there, There, quote unquote, whatever that means. Like, Oh, I've got it figured out. Like I know. Whereas like, Let's be real, like, adulting is constantly knowing you don't have it figured out. No, and, like, constantly just struggling to, like, get it all together. Because yes. there's days where I'm like, wait, what am I doing? And I'm like, oh, yeah, pick up the pieces again. Oh, yeah, just, like, one day at a time, right? But if someone – I don't have an older sister, so I don't think anyone really, like, told me, like, hey, your 20s are going to be, like, years of some of your biggest joys, but also, like, it's going to be constantly changing because you're constantly growing, you're adapting to, like, this new version of yourself. There's, right. So many different challenges. I constantly say this little saying that the Lord gave me, but I feel like your 20s are what I like to call the freshman year of life. Yes. Cami has always said this, and yes. I love it. Because Which, it's so trademark, true. I'm going to write a yeah. book about it someday. Nobody, so nobody don't took that it. title. Because yes. Cammie's already going to write a book. But it is true. It, the, your 20s are the freshman yes. year of your life. Well, because I think, like, think about it. When you're a freshman in high school, like, you fully have grace for yourself because you know you're a freshman. Right. And, like, everyone reminds you, like, hey, you're a freshman. freshman. Like, it's okay. You don't need to know everything. Right. And, like, you – everything's new and, like, that's okay. And mm-hmm. same with college. Like, even when you get to college as a freshman, I love it because everyone's trying to make new friends. Everyone's trying to, like, figure out what their major is going to mm-hmm. be. Or, like – so you're all in this, like, struggle together and it's just this beautiful acceptance of, like, hey, we're all kind of struggling. Everyone figuring it out together right. is what makes it – beautiful yes but you can look to your peer and you can kind of be like okay like hey they don't have it figured out either so it's it's cool like we're all in this freshman thing together but then I feel like either when you graduate college or when you step into your first job or maybe it's like you're 21 and you're Mm -hmm. feeling like I'm an adult now for whatever reason no one tells you like hey this is your freshman year of life yeah we're all on the same page together like you're not supposed to have it figured and, out. But that's at the, that's the time, too, when people tell you you should have it figured right. out. Like, you're already, you've graduated, you're done. So, good like luck. Like, on to this next step, so good luck. Yeah. And nobody says, it's okay, you're in the freshman year of life. Yes, yeah, and I, like, right. I feel like it should be, like, a free pass, like, mm-hmm. pass, go, collect $200, like, you yes. are in the freshman year of life. Like, not that that's an excuse to, like, just completely mess up your life, but... But to give grace. But to have grace for yourself, and I think I believe this lie, and I think... I've had this epiphany before. I think part of it is like we look to our parents, right? And we're like, when they were really young, we were super young and we can't remember, right? right? So when our parents were like in their 20s, for most of us, we were like either babies or toddlers. Yeah, so of course we don't remember. So when we start to remember and look back on our parents, we were like old enough that we can remember, but they were also older. So like I picture my parents in like having their first house Mm -hmm. and having their job and Mm -hmm. having like like just kind of life together mm-hmm, but like mm-hmm. I don't I never got to watch my parents in mm-hmm. that struggle right. season right mm-hmm. like I didn't get to watch them trying to pay for that first house I didn't get to watch like the jobs that my dad had before he found the job that right. he loved you know and so because of that we kind of miss this time in our parents lives where we could really look at and like glean from it totally and it's kind of this like gray area that we don't really unless you have like an older sibling who's really vulnerable right and I've had to be super real with my sisters and in a way that I don't want, like, I didn't want to be. Like, I would love to look at them and be like, guys, like, wait till you graduate college. It's the best it's time. the best in the world. But, like, honestly, I was more like, hey, guys, stay in college for 10 years. As long <laughs> as you can because it's it's a little bit easier. Right, because it's this bubble of, of <clears throat> safety a little yeah. bit. So all that to say, like, I love that the thing we wrote, we just said it's the time to hustle, to discover, to adventure, to step out, to step boldly into who you were made to be. But it's also the season of the fight. You're fighting to figure it all out. You're fighting to find your place at the top. 
you're fighting to get there as fast as possible. And I think that's part of the key is this striving of like, I need to arrive. Yeah. Instead of submitting to the process. And that is probably one of the key things I wish someone told me, which goes to our first point of the five. Are you ready for this mic drop moment, y'all? It's so good. Take a deep breath. Listen to what I'm about to tell you. (laughs) Jesus was 30. Oh, it's so good. Jesus was 30. And what I mean by that was I found so much peace in knowing when I look at scripture that Jesus started his ministry at 30. That's so good. Like, if that could just be all that is the takeaway, I feel like that's going to encourage. Yeah, that's going to encourage some people because, man, it really encourages me. Like, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, like, there was this whole season of his life that we we really don't see that much of in scripture. No. And I laugh at that because I think part of the reason why we don't see the details is because like he was so humble. He was well, he was being humble, but like also he was just growing and like mm-hmm. it's not it's just this constant like he's just growing up. It says in scripture like where was it? It's Luke 5 or 252, I think. And it yeah, says, yeah. yeah. It says Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Like that scripture is pretty much the only thing we have from like the time Jesus was like nine, I think was nine or 12 was when he was, um, he kind of like ran away from his parents in the synagogue from then until he started his ministry at 30. Like that one sentence, it sums up his life, sums up his life. It says 30, he grew in wisdom in stature and in favor with God and man. Like I wish that someone had just sat me down in my twenties and say, Hey, Cammie, your only job in this season is to grow in wisdom to grow in stature, and to grow in favor with God and with man. And if you if you can yeah. just focus on submitting to that process, like, you're good. Don't even try to, like, stress yourself out. To do the things that you think you have to do. Yeah, just, yeah. like, submit to the process of growing in maturity. That is so good. If Yeah, if you, no matter how old you are, really, I mean, that one verse can speak to so many areas of your life. I know for mine for sure. But if that was just, like you said, spoken over me as I entered yeah. my 20s, I think it would have just release so much of the pressure that we place on ourselves. Right. Well, and I, I think part of being in your <clears throat> 20s is like you have this, I feel like most of us have an idea at that point, especially if we've been walking with the Lord for a while of what we're called to. Mm-hmm. And we see it like in the distance, but sometimes the call comes before, well, always the call comes before the equipping, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So like if I look at the life of David, like I think he was maybe nine. I, I'm like ma- making up these ages, I feel like. But I maybe mean, he was like nine, 13. Yeah. Whenever, you know, Samuel came and prophesied that he was going to be the king. Right. He was a shepherd boy. Like he got this call spoken over him. But there was so much that he was going to have to walk through. Like a clip, like he had to defeat Goliath. Like he had all these battles like that he had to fight in order to actually become king. He, but the cool thing is, again, with 30, he became a king at 30. Yeah. Which is crazy. crazy. Also, 30 was how John the Baptist was. So not even just Jesus. 30 is the age of of the priests in biblical times. They would enter service at the age of 30. So 30 is a big, that's a big deal. That's a big number to the Lord. But I feel like David had this call. Like it was spoken over him. Hey, you're going to be king. But there was a maturing process and all these things that he had to walk through. Mm -hmm. That if if God had been like, hey, you're going to be king. But like, get ready because this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Like. All these like roller coasters of the highs right. and the lows, he probably would have been like, mm, peace out, peace out. Like no I don't thanks. want that call, not for me, you know. But he, all he knew was that this was the call, and so he submitted himself under the Lord to what that was going to look like, you know. And I, even oh Joseph, 
I think yeah. I read somewhere. Jo- I'm pretty sure. Fact checker once again. Fact checker. Yeah, you guys that can check Joseph us on all these. was thirty whenever he like finally reached the point of like being under Pharaoh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I, I all this to say, I think thirty can be literal in the spirit. Like I think there is something that happens when we turn thirty. I think there's this like maturity that we kind of enter into. But I also think it can be like a spiritual. I don't think for every person it's like when you turn thirty, like mm-hmm. everything will come together. But I think it's more of this grace and release of like okay there's something on that like in your 20s you don't have to look at yourself and be like oh there's this pressure because I've graduated college or because maybe you didn't go to college and you've started your own business Mm -hmm. or whatever it looks like to to think that everything has to be figured out in this season I think because it doesn't I think there's just an encouragement to know that like your 20s is this time to receive and to rest and to walk towards the call but God's going to use every high and every low to sharpen you, to grow you into that person he's called mm-hmm. you to be. And with that, I think the the word that I get from knowing Jesus was 30 is that the best is yet to come. Yeah, that's like, so good. That it's not, if you're in your 20s right now and you are striving and you're performing and you're like, why isn't it working out? Like, why am I not where I want to be yet? Just like take a deep breath and just rest in knowing that like, if Jesus himself needed those 30 years, like maybe you just need a little more time mm-hmm. of refinement. And God is all, even at 30, like it's not like he stops mm-hmm. refining us. Um, but yeah, I just think there's this this piece of like knowing that there's time and there's grace and like your 20s is the time to kind of figure, figure this it out. out. Yeah. And so with that, like you're, you're not going to have, if you're looking at your life right now and you're like, well, I'm not where I want to be in this area, in this area, in this area, like cool. Join the club. Yeah. Welcome. Absolutely. We're, Welcome all, to we're life. all in it together. Yeah. Which brings me to our next point. That is your first job will probably not be your dream job and that's okay. Um, we have a couple like funny stories on this one, but <laughs> there, I want to share the story of, so like I've talked about a little bit in the past podcast, I actually, well, I did go to college, but I dropped out my junior year to I do. I forget that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because you're a girl boss. Okay. Yeah. No, but honestly, let me just promote Amanda for a second because oh she launches about herself. But she dropped out of college because she was like making so much money and doing what she loved to do already, and like college was like a hindrance at this point. It, but it was it was one of those things. Where I was like, okay, I either fail a test or I like disappoint a client, and I'm right. like, at this point, I'd rather just fail a test because my teachers don't care that I'm here. Well, in college. I'll just say this too, like college is not for everybody. Yeah, no, I'm a firm believer that college, like school is either for you, you're like you're a school person or you're yeah. not. And I mean, I probably won't tell my own daughter this. I'll, <laughs> I'll probably say, be like, yeah. my parents will say to me like, shut yes, up, yeah, shut up. Yeah. Like if it, when it's my own daughter, yes. I'll be like, yes, you have to go. But for me, it just kind of worked out. And for my parents, it, it like was kind of my own story and my own path. But all that being said, I had a couple jobs along the way that were not my dream job and that's okay I think that in those jobs you're always taught something and you're always humbled and you're always anything that you learn in those jobs I feel like you I always at least for me I always took them to the next job with Mm -hmm. me and I wouldn't have been equipped for that next job had I not done the one that came before that I wasn't super excited about and so I think it's just a matter of like being humbled with where you're at as far as jobs go like you may be 22 or 23 and working at a Starbucks or just like waitressing tables or whatever, but like you using things that the Lord has given you, whether it's like your joy or just mm-hmm. like your kindness to others, like God is going to use that in huge ways and in ways that I don't think you could ever even imagine. And so I think it's just being obedient to where he has you and where he really can still use you into the next season as well. Well, I feel like so much of it is just 
knowing, okay, so this is where, this is where I would like to be. This is my goal of like my dream job, Mm -hmm. but allowing God to be the one to, as you take, there's a scripture that says, as you take delight in the Lord, he gives you the desires of your heart. Mm -hmm. So as you trust and you take delight in him, you trust that he's going to ordain your steps and he's going to get you to that mountaintop if that's his plan for you. right? Right. So it's like, if I have this dream job that I want, well, like who said that we were entitled to have that right when we graduate or right when we're like our first job. Right. That's, but that doesn't mean that we're never going to have it. It just means that we submit to the process that God has and Mm -hmm. like trust that, okay, this, this might not seem like it's the job that's going to get me there, but how do we know the plans that the Lord has? Like, I mean, if you have like a crazy story of like you were doing a job and like, I'll just let you tell it, but you weren't even expecting this blessing. God has treasures stored up for us that we don't even expect. That we can't even expect. Yeah. So I was just doing photography full time and I had gotten an inquiry to do a shoot for the Magnolia Silos, which for those of you who don't know, like I did not. Um, I had no idea. <laughs> which I feel like nowadays, if you don't know Magnolia, or then Chip and Joe. do you live under a rock? Yeah, do you live under a rock? I apparently did. Questions I have. This was probably like two, no, probably like three years ago. And it was when they were opening their silos in Waco. They hadn't even opened yet. And they were wanting to do like a behind the scenes video to announce that they were going to open these silos. And so I get an email from like their people or whatever. And I was like, oh, this sounds cool. Like silos in Waco. Okay, Which cool. Anytime you get an email from someone's people, that should be your clue. Like this is a clue. big this deal. This is not, yeah. I'm reaching not. out on behalf of Chip and Joe. Like, okay. It was not actually deal. Chip or Joe. But so I was like, oh, okay, cool. That's like awesome. Uh, honestly, guys, I had no idea who these people were. I like didn't have cable at the time. So I didn't even watch Fixer Upper. Which is so funny because you were like, the most like de- yeah I kinda decorative like, like home decor person and like yeah it's I don't understand I just had no idea who they were it, I honestly think it was the Lord like shielding it from me because I think if I'd have gotten this phone call and known who they were I would have had like a big head and I would have been like guess who I'm going to like photograph but I honestly just had no idea right so Amanda calls me yeah. and she's like hey like this really cool thing like I think it's cool like have you heard of these people like Chip and Joanna Gaines and I was like are you punking me right now? I'm like, I like, I'm like, I think I'm shooting yes. for them. And then I tell my sister, who was like a huge fan, which also I had no idea. And I was like, well, you can come with me to shoot it. And she was like, are you serious? Like freaking out. She was like, I'll do anything. I'll hold the camera. I'll do, you know, I'll hold your lens, whatever you need me to do. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. So all these people around me were like freaking out that I was like getting this opportunity to photograph this like, you know, silos opening. And it was so cool. I loved like getting to do it and like getting to meet yeah. Chip and Joanna and like, you know, just be around them was so fun. But it was so interesting because as I got closer to it and as the like shoot date actually came upon us, I remember <laughs> being there and like looking around thinking like, yeah, they must be a big deal because there's a lot of people around yeah. me and we're just shooting one thing. Like people were kind of like weighing on me hitting foot. Like, do you need... You were like celebrity photographer. I was like celebrity photographer for the moment, but... What is so cool about this story is that I, number one, never expected it. I wasn't yeah. trying to reach my way up to it. And there was definitely seasons of just being, I think, human and being someone that's like young and in their 20s. There was definitely times where I strived for that and I wanted that. And I worked really hard and would work until like 2 a.m. just like researching and trying to like, quote, make, make things happen for myself. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like the minute I just kind of started to slowly let that go and say, okay, well, you know what, God, like... I know that your plans are bigger and better than mine are and anything that I can like work up from my experience and, and not that working hard is to something no. to be looked down on, but I just think it gets to a point where what are you working for? And if it's like working for self glory or just for fame, it's it's always gonna come up short and it's yeah. always gonna disappoint. And so when I started to realize that and just give all of my talents to God and say, Okay, you know what, God, you've given me each one of these talents, so I'm just gonna let you do what you want with it mm-hmm. and it's 
he will bless it immensely more. Yeah. Which is when I get this phone call from Chip and Joanna Gaines, and I'm like, well, I don't know who you are, but great. I'd love I'm to like, come I shoot. I know who you are. I'm, like, calling me, and I'm like, Amanda, this is a big deal. I'm but like, I, cool. But I think that, that those <laughs> blessings sometimes do come whenever, like, we least expect it. Right. right? And when you've submitted when you've submitted those desires to the Lord of like, cause what was my reasoning? If I wanted to get that job or to get any job really to, in order to promote myself, I think God looks at like the heart behind it. Yeah. And it's kind of like, well, why? Like what's your, what's your motivation in doing this? And I, I can for sure say with confidence that my motivation would have been to put it on social media and to get, That's and true. to get praise or to put it out, you know, to talk about it with friends at like dinner or whatever, and just brag about the fact that I had done that. Mm. But I think what's cool is that any big, really cool opportunity that God's ever given me. It's come solely from him. And when I very least expected it, and right. then I knew, Hey, thanks God for this like cool blessing because you just gave it to me. And I had nothing to do. Yeah. with it. I was just sitting here doing my thing. Well, I think I heard this quote once that says work like it's up to you, but pray like it's up to God. Oh, so yeah, I think good. like in your twenties, like, yes, obviously. And for the rest of our life, you work hard. You, you take the gifts that God's given you, you steward them really well, but you do it with an open hand mm-hmm. and you pray God, you open the doors that no man can shut. You know, Mm -hmm. you open the plans that you have for me, like your best, and Mm -hmm. I'm going to trust that it's going to be good and it's going to be in your, in your plan and your timing. Um, and then you're right. Whenever those blessings come, that's when you're like, wow, God, thank you. Like, this is all you. I don't even know. Like you did not strive to make that happen. It was just a straight up blessing. Yeah. But I think, I think with living in the social media age, like it is hard because we can look, we, we were not meant, I don't think, as humans to have access into so many people's lives that we no. don't actually know, no. right? Because here's the thing, like, if I didn't know you and I saw on social media, mm-hmm. and let's say I was an aspiring photographer, right. and I saw you doing that, right. I would be like, what did she do to get that? Yes. Like, how did she make that happen for totally. herself? Like, what am I not doing that's enough? Like, why am I not enough? It would immediately make you think I'm not enough. Right, well, yeah. obviously, or even as a believer, like, to be honest, like I've had the thought before, like, does God love that person more mm-hmm. than he loves me? Mm-hmm. Like I might not consciously think that, but mm-hmm. if I get to the root of my thoughts, like if I look at someone's life mm-hmm. and like maybe they're in a season that is either really just like a blessed season mm-hmm. or maybe they're only posting that on social media. Right. And I don't know them intimately to mm-hmm. like know the negative questions. aspects of it. Like, cause right. no one's life is perfect. Right. But to ask those questions, I might just look and be like, wow. Like, they must just be a better Christian than me. Yeah. Because clearly... They have this, this, and this. They have this, 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 yeah. and I don't. But I might not know that, yeah, maybe their career is taking off. But, like, maybe they're single and they've been praying for a husband every day and mm-hmm. it hasn't come yet. Or maybe maybe they are have this, like, beautiful family, but maybe they've been, like, you know, harboring these dreams in their heart that they're having to put on hold because they had kids earlier right. than they had planned. Like, right. that's the hard thing about your 20s is they're really unlike other seasons of life, you really can't look to the left or to the right, right to compare because you have to just be like, okay, God, what is your plan for me? What is your perfect plan over my life? And how are, like, how can I trust that you're going to get me to the places that I need to be as opposed to striving to like push myself totally through there? Yes. I love that. even like, okay, we should share, we worked at the same place. Oh yeah. One this time. is really funny. <laughs> this is so funny guys. There's, so something about myself, which Cami can attest to is when I know the Lord is telling me something, I just act on it immediately. And I would love, love to say that there's moments where I'm like, no, I really feel like God's telling me to pray through this. Or I really That's feel like, like a gift you have, it. though. I, I think it's like a gift. And also I could use it to a disadvantage <laughs> at times, maybe. But I like to think it's a gift. And so very long story short, we were both working for this um, church. And 
Cammie had been working there for quite some time. I had just come on for like maybe a month or two at this point. And when I got there, they just kept blessing me, or so I thought. Like on the outside, it would look like blessings. I, they just kept blessing me left and right. Like the first thing was they gave me this huge office to do. Okay, you had like the corner office. The corner office, and it was this huge like room and that yeah. I didn't need. And the thing is, I only worked part-time. I was only there two days a week. I remember arguing with them saying, I do not need this. Give me like this little tiny closet. And Favorite they said, there, y'all. Yeah, Favorite and they, there. And they said no. And they gave, they literally kicked somebody out of that office. I forgot about that. Yes, they Ooh. kicked somebody out who had been working there for like 10 years Awkward. to give That's me this huge office. And I was like, no. I just, from from the get-go, I was kind of like, okay, I'm not feeling like super great about this, but I've I've tried to like make it a point that I don't need this. And they continue to give it to me. So, okay, whatever. I just kind of went with it. Well, Cammie's working there too. And we've been working there for quite some time, and Christmas season was coming upon us, and I just live for Christmas, like everything Christmas I love. And so there had been like little things they've been wanting me to do more of. Obviously, if you work for a church during Christmas, that's like that's like go Black time. Friday. Yeah, yeah. Li- it is. It's like literally. It'd be like yeah, if you work in retail on Black Friday, that's like Christmas, Christmas at a church for a month. Yeah, at it's a insane. Church. So more like just kind of visual graphic needs were like being needed for this holiday season and it just kept coming like left and right and I just remember thinking you know what I don't really know if this is where I'm supposed to be right now and I've had a couple of like heart checks since then like sit like since working here where I feel like the Lord's telling me like this may not be where I'm supposed to be and so I immediately just call Cammie and I'm like hey yeah so they want me to do a lot of things for this Christmas season and I'm just not feeling it and I kind of feel like the Lord's telling me just to go ahead and check out and I was like do you want to pray about this together and you were just like no I think I'm done <laughs> I, was like, I was like oh no, I'm gonna tell him today and I literally yeah the the guy who was like over me at the time just like walks into the room and I'm like so here's the thing I'm not gonna be working here for the rest of this month and I was like he was like well can you give your two weeks and I'm like no I think I'm still done <laughs> I forgot about that you're like no, I feel like today is my two hours. I think I'm... <laughs> so but I love just... that, Amanda, because I think what you kind of displayed in that was, on paper, that would have looked like a dream job to a lot of people. Like, corner office, quick promotion, part-time, but, like, you knew in your heart, like, that wasn't... It, I just knew it wasn't, like... You. Yeah, I knew it wasn't God's best for me. Like, I knew, I knew it wasn't a bad place to be. I just knew that in my season of life, it wasn't... God's best for me. And yeah. I also, on like the flip side of that, there's like a whole nother side story, but Cami was working her little booty off. I was. And booty off. was really just pouring into hearts of people. And I just remember thinking like, she's not getting recognized half as much as I am. And I'm not even doing anything. I'm literally sitting here behind a computer screen, playing on Pinterest for <laughs> eight hours, getting paid so much more, getting this huge office. And Cami's pouring her heart and soul, like energy, just so much energy onto people that are like that God just has a heart for and I just remember thinking this isn't fair like they're get they're visually and like tangibly they're giving me all of these things but Cammie's the one doing all the hard work and it just felt very wrong taking from that season and so when they were stomping on my Christmas pride like my <laughs> Christmas like, joy out. I was like I'm out that's it you, but it was you cool broke the camel's back that we were like not like there was no comparison there like I remember you sitting me down and being like Cammie like I feel bad because, like, I have this office and all this stuff, but our jobs were completely different. Like, I was leading worship. You were doing, like, graphics. And I remember being like, oh, man, I didn't even think of it that way. But it was cool that you brought that to light because if if I had thought that, that could have been, like, part of our friendship. But it was one of those things where, you know, everyone's path is a different path. Like, yes, Mm -hmm. like, would I have loved to, like, in the flesh to gotten, like, all these promotions or, like, recognition? Like, of course. Like, who wouldn't want that? But I knew I was, like, sewing into 
the hearts lives. and lives of these kids. And yeah. like at the end of the day, again, perfect example of like you cannot look to your friend to think, well, like they're making this much money, that's how much I should be making. Or like right. they're doing this, that's what I should be doing. Like you have to follow the voice of God over your own life. And mm-hmm. that's one of the cool things about your 20s is that's when you really learn to lean in, yeah. right? Yeah. Because I could have looked at it and been like, well, Amanda's quitting. Does that mean I quit right now? Which mm-hmm. I ended up leaving not too long after, I think. No, I guess but it wasn't after. because of you leaving. It was like... You knew it was in, that yeah. was in God's timing too. And honestly, yeah. the time when you came and worked there was a time when I think God was just being super kind and blessing me with yeah, having a best friend We work. got to work with like we had a blast. Friend. Yeah, we had so, it was honestly so much fun. It just got to a point where I was like, wow, I feel bad for taking this money. Like, Which, I, side, side note, really like the- maybe two years later, because this was a while ago, two years later, Amanda, we're talking to somebody about how we worked at the same place and I was like yeah and I mean I was like yeah I worked there for like two years I think I said three yeah I think I said two and to three said, years like, and I'm not the type of person to like <laughs> correct someone in the middle of them talking but I was like Amanda, Amanda no you did it worked there for literally three months which you like your time management something happened I just like went and you were like, like wait yeah, really I worked at this job for Kimmy and I worked at this job together I we were both there for like three years and Kimmy's like, no, you weren't. You were there for <laughs> maybe three months. I was like, oh, yeah. It just felt like three years. But that's, but again, I think that you were so listening to the voice of God that, yes, on paper, they kept trying to offer you more money, more potions. But you're like, this doesn't feel like where God has me. Like, at yeah. the end of the day, if you're only doing it for, like, the accolades to right. say, like, this is right. what this is what my job is and this is where my office is, like, that's not going to satisfy. No. And, like, you didn't have a grace for it. Like, the fact that it felt like three years probably tells you... <laughs> I don't understand. It, it was wasn't really where you were supposed funny. to be. So and this reminds me too of something that are like when it just when it's um, when we're talking about jobs and just the things that we think that we need and the things that um, the jobs that we're just like striving for. And when when Kimmy and I both said like we just wanted to be quote there. Like I think all of us have been in that place where we're just like I just want to get there and get to my final goal, mm-hmm. like my final destination, wherever that is. Something um, I heard at church the other day was we can't determine the timing of something we've never paid for. And I thought that was so good because it's like we can't determine what our next season or what even our next day or even our next hour is going to look like when we never paid for any of that time. Like we're literally on borrowed breath. So it's like why would we be sitting here mapping out every step of our lives the way that we want it to go and the way we want it to look like when we're just living on God's time? Yeah. Well, and I think – one thing that I've always struggled kind of with with God until more recently was I think I had this like almost entitlement towards him of like, Mm -hmm. well, Lord, like I've done this for you and I've done this for you. And like, I haven't done this. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I've lived a quote unquote good life. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's easy sometimes to build an offense towards God of like, you owe me this dream. Right. Or you, I've been praying for this for this long. Like you owe this to me. And that is like Mm -hmm. one of the biggest lies from the pit of hell, Mm -hmm. honestly. Mm Because if you think about it, it's like, it's that mindset of God's withholding yeah. from me. And that's yeah. the original sin. I or mean, that you look what at he's Eve, done like, hasn't or that like what he's done isn't good enough. Oh yeah. It's like what you ha- you don't have a thankful heart. So it's like right. where you're at right now, you can't be present and thankful with what what you're at because you think like, Oh, well God's like he has something better and he's he's choosing not to give it to me. Mm-hmm. When at the end of the day, like, if that's true, well if God has this whatever moment, this plan, this job, this husband, this child, this whatever, like he's a good father and mm-hmm. like he's he brings things to, to pass in his perfect timing and right. it's that it's from a place of god i thank you that you love me i thank you that you have all my days mapped out mm-hmm. i thank you that i can trust you and i thank you that like if this isn't exactly where i want to be right now that you're using it still unto me looking more like you and mm-hmm. that that heart 
mindset, like that heart placement is so much better it'll, yeah, it'll than like, everything. why don't I have this yet? God, like you gave this to this person. And I think like in our American Christian culture, like there can be a lot of that, like name it, claim it. Like mm-hmm. Christianity will like, I prayed for this God, like you owe it to me. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, maybe he has a different plan. Yeah, Like you, you've laid your life down. Like, Amanda, you said this quote, you said your knees on the ground, was it your knees your on the knee- ground is better than your name at the at top. top? Yeah. Like yeah. what? Like that's you like laying your life down, mm-hmm. especially in this time of like discovering who you really are in Christ, like laying it down. And then instead of being like, I just want my name at the top. Yeah. Like, which when I first started my business, I can definitely say that that was my end goal. Like I wanted to be the best of the best. I wanted to be the best photographer. And I was really just kind of working myself to the ground in order to get there. And I don't really know the exact moment, but I just like the Lord was so gracious to me and just slowly worked through my heart and said, no, I don't know what you're working towards, but you're already valued and you're loved exactly as you are. And so that just gave me the grace and the freedom to, to honestly just to worship him. And ever Mm -hmm. since I've been able to do that, it's like the blessings just keep coming because all I'm doing is spending time with him. And so it's like, I don't long for anything else. Like why would I want my name at the top whenever I'm just getting to spend time with the one who created me. That's so good. Well, and that kind of brings us to our third thing that we wish someone told us. Dear Sweet Cammie and Amanda in our 20s, be where your feet are. And I this has like become one of my favorite quotes. I heard mm-hmm. Hannah Brencher, if anyone has read her book, Come At Her Here, if you have not read it, please do. She's incredible. I love her. She's a blogger, writer. But um, somewhere in that book, she says, be where your feet are. And it's just like stuck with me because I think – especially as we're growing up, like it's so easy to not be present in the moment Mm -hmm. and to constantly be like living for tomorrow or living for like, well, when I get here, right. That's when I'm going to be satisfied. Like, and, and instead of just looking around and being like, wow, like where I am right now is beautiful. And like, there's something that God is teaching me in this moment, man, I, my twenties was just like completely a roller coaster of, we moved like five times. Like, I was constantly doing ministry and different things. And I think so much of like my 20s for me was I had this view of like, I want to get to this destination. So even in the moments that were really beautiful, I think I didn't fully let myself enjoy them because Mm -hmm. I was like, well, this isn't it yet. Right. Like, and the ironic thing was for me, like I know the call in my life is I have a pastor's heart. Like I'm called to ministry. And so even in moments where I would see the Lord move like in mighty ways, it felt like, well, just wait till I see him move in a bigger way. A big, yeah. And like, wow, like that is, I mean, yes, I hope that it's, and I not hope, I know that God's word says he takes me from glory to glory. So I believe fully that like, I've only tasted a glimpse of like the amazing things that I'm going to get to see in my lifetime mm-hmm. and see him move. But that doesn't like disqualify or take away from me being fully thankful and present for where, for where I'm you at are, yeah. right now. And I think one way that the Lord really, or not the Lord, one way the enemy can really kind of distract our minds is instead of being present where we're at, we're looking around and being like, well, like this person has it figured out. Like I should be doing it like they're doing it. Or right. like, well, when I get to that level, like maybe it's like somebody maybe even a couple years ahead of you mm-hmm. and you're like, well, when I have that, then I'm really going to be like thankful you know and and and, and I just think for me like my my first job out of college I knew when I took it it wasn't going to be my forever job it was like an amazing opportunity but I just knew you know this probably isn't going to be my forever but I was working towards and looking forward to that big job maybe it was like the bigger platform for me I've always wanted to lead worship and I felt this call to like travel and lead worship so being at this local church, I was like, well, you know, this is just going to prepare me for mm-hmm. that bigger stage. Mm-hmm. But I look back now and I'm like, man, I saw God capture the hearts of students. And I was actually like 
watching revival happen with these students in this town and like I wish in those moments I had been a little bit more present to really see like yeah Cammie this might not be your forever job Mm -hmm. and it wasn't um but it was a really really beautiful season Mm -hmm. and I and I got to watch and the things you got to learn oh my gosh to take with you onto the next seasons yeah totally I love that that's so good and too like we kind of talked about being where your feet are and looking around and being aware it makes me think of moms out there if you were at home with a new baby mm. and a newborn and you are just sitting there looking at your scrolling through Instagram looking at people that are living a life that looks differently than yours does today That's good, Amanda. I just want to encourage you that you are exactly where you're supposed to be because I can remember doing that just two years ago with the newborn and feeling really discouraged and thinking oh my gosh my life's gonna look like this for the rest of my life like I, I will always be that. yes I remember thinking like I'm going to be on this couch nursing for the rest of my days because honestly it feels that way in that moment like you feel like that's gonna be your every day like after that and now looking back that was two years ago and that seems crazy but again it's it's like I wish I was able to go back to that moment and I hope I hopefully I can do that with you will. Future, future children. Maybe two, three, four, five, seven. I don't know. Maybe 15. <laughs> but like, oh, I, I'm like, oh, take it slow. We'll take two days. But I just want to encourage any like mom out there, That's or good. even if it's not just a mom, somebody who is just kind of feeling the repetitiveness of your days, that God really does have something new for you in every single one of those days. And that every new day really is a gift. And mm-hmm. just to just to ask him to show you what that gift is that day. And just to say, like, I know that it's life. Like, I'm here. So gift number one, thank you for my breath. But if you're feeling discouraged, I would just encourage you to be honest with God and tell him that. And, yeah, that's And good. ask for him to show you the, the new joys that you want to find in that day. And I promise he will. Yeah. Well, and one thing that I was thinking about this, the Lord brought me to. So the year that I was in L.A., I traveled a lot. I was in England for two months of that year. I was going back and forth to Nashville. I was traveling to other things for leading worship. And I asked the Lord to give me an airplane ministry because I was like, if I'm going to be on planes all the time and flying from LA, I feel like going anywhere, it's like some, a lot of flights are like five hours, right? So I'm like, God, give me a ministry in the airplane. But really like the funny thing is, is when I look back at that year, that was a, a cry of my heart. That was a prayer. God was so faithful to answer that prayer. Like I'm talking guys like almost every, no, every not almost flight. every flight. Yeah. Like, it was honestly getting to the point where, like, I would sit down and be like, okay, who's my person who's today? Like, people would open up to me about confessing sins that they, like, had never told anybody. I prayed with so many people. I actually had this incredible opportunity, which I'll share at a later podcast, but of getting to lead a girl to Jesus. Like, I'm talking every single flight. Yeah, that's so God, cool. I was watching, like, lives being changed just by my openness and willingness to just be present where I was on that flight. And but to the, say, hey, God, I know that I'm yeah. going to be on a lot of flights in the next like Use couple me. months. Use me. Use me, God. Yeah. But the thing that's hilarious is I was using those flights to get to a place to, quote, unquote, do ministry. But when I look back on those years, oh, yeah, the thing that's, that's cool. so funny is I hardly remember what I was actually doing when I got to my destination. It's more of the flight. It was the flight. That's like, when I look back at my biggest testimonies of my time, it was the flight getting there that actually changed my heart the most. It was like going to and from more than like the destination. And then I, yes, I got to lead worship at cool conferences. I got moved, whatever, but it was my getting there that actually changed me the most. And then I saw God move. And I think that is like a sermon or like prophetic to what he does in our life. Like we want to get to our destination, Mm -hmm. but it's the getting there that if we just let him into that process that actually like we see him the most, Yeah, you know, like once we get to that quote unquote destination, like, 
God will put another thing on our heart that we'll want. It's not just about our... We never arrive. No. It's inviting him into that flight or drive or whatever to get there. Yeah, like the mundane, honestly. And and our world tells us to determine, like, where we want to be, but it was never up to us to determine at Mm. all. And that's why I think it's so cool that you were able to be like, okay, God, I know I'm going to be on these flights for the next, you know, couple months, whatever. Use me exactly how you can. And he did. Like, that's the thing is when you ask him, he will always show up. So just know that... In your 20s, wherever you are in the 21 to 29 age range, where you are right now is exactly where you're meant to be and you are not missing out. It doesn't matter what your friends are doing, what the person to the left or right of you is doing, what the person on your phone is doing. I promise you, you are exactly where you're supposed Mm -hmm. to be and we just want to encourage you to live in that freely and to know that God will use you exactly where you are. Yeah. Well, and there's been seasons where I've had to take a break from social media Mm -hmm. for no other reason other than like it's causing jealousy and comparison in my Mm -hmm. heart and Mm -hmm. I can't be I'm not being present where I'm at because mm-hmm. I'm looking to other people's lives and thinking like well why do they get to do this like mm-hmm. like should I be doing that right. you know and I know I've had friends who work a nine to five and God is using them in their offices but they say it's hard because like in this creative day and age like you and I have so much freedom with our schedules, schedules yeah but like imagine like people who are like I have to be in an office for yeah from eight to five yeah, yeah. and like I want to honor those people because mm-hmm. that can look mundane but like you're showing up every day yeah. and like God's using you yeah, even absolutely. when it doesn't feel like it. Absolutely. And not not even that. It's like it may not look like it to the world, but I feel like half of the stories I read about Jesus in the Bible, it's that he, what we were talking about today, he was always humble. Like yeah. he always went off to the side anyway. So it's like in those, in like if you're in a corporate office or a job that you just don't love, like in your obedience, you are being just as much you were showing just as much as Christ Absolutely. as the person who's having coffee at the hipster coffee shop next door. 100%. So just to encourage you in that as well. Yeah, that's so good. Um, so our fourth thing is to learn from those who have gone before you and you are still young and so to be teachable. That's good. And I just think this one is so big because anything that I've ever learned, whether it's like in my career path or just in motherhood or really marriage, kind of anything all over the map – it's been from people that have gone through it before me. And I love that God has like given us friends that are older, younger. And so we can all kind of just gain from each other. And I just encourage you, if you don't have somebody in your life that is a little bit older than you, to find somebody that yeah. can steward um, just anything that you're walking through in life well. Because anytime I've ever done that, it's just been like the biggest blessing to me. And to be able to give that back now. So I have a couple of friends that are in early 20s and to be able just to talk to them about things that I've gone through it's like we always end up blessing each other yeah well I love that you said be teachable because I think Mm -hmm. there's one there's something about our 20s that we want to again like we said we want to feel like we have it together yeah so it's easy to like kind of feel like have to puff yourself up right to not be humble to be like oh like no I'm good I've got this and especially because you're Peer, being a peer looks a little bit different, right? Because people your same age mm-hmm. might have more wisdom in a certain area right? where you might have more wisdom in another area, mm-hmm. right? Like there's worship leaders that are the same age as me that I look up to spiritually mm-hmm. because I'm like, you've entered into like a new authority or yes. like you have wisdom that I would love to learn from. Mm-hmm. But that is, it takes some humility because you want to be like, oh, well, should I know that at yeah. my age? But same with, you know, you have a child. Like mm-hmm. when I, you're younger than me, but when I have children, like I'm totally going to come to yeah, you. Yeah, that's a good point. And be like, Amanda, like, please teach me your ways because I don't know I've what that looks like. That right. Yes. Um, and same with, you know, if you're single and you're in your twenties, like it, don't just have single friends, like find mm-hmm. friends who it's easy to want to be around those single people because mm-hmm. they're in the same season as you, but like seek out married couples that 
you want to surround yourself with. Yeah. Like I, I have a couple of friends that are really good friends that are single right now. And like, they're just so good about like asking me questions about guys that they're dating or like even just like going on dates Mm -hmm. with like dating apps, like Mm -hmm. about what my opinion is and and not even me, but what Steven's opinion is. Like I really want to honor them because they could easily be like, Cammie and Steven don't get it. Like they're they're married. married. They've been together since they were like five years old, whatever. But they like, they honor our marriage. And so they let us speak into their singleness Mm -hmm. because they, they look at us and even though we're the same age, they're like, someday I want a marriage like you guys have. And so So they let us speak into that. So what do you think about this relationship or what do you think about this date that I went on? Totally. And so I think part of a way to allow yourself to be humble is by just like surrounding yourself by people that you admire and like asking them, can I soak from you? Can I learn from you? Mm -hmm. Like, I want to ask you questions and being willing to do that. And I think you're going to grow a lot quicker in your Mm twenties. I think if I had, if I had surrounded myself more intentionally with people that um, I looked up to, I think maybe I would have learned lessons quicker. Same. (laughs) You know, I didn't really do that. No, I didn't either. And I think too, like we talk about just, it is hard to want to be humble in your 20s because I think we do want to have it kind of figured out but just to be humble and be teachable and to know that we can't ever impact the world if we look just like it and in mm. order to not look like the world we have to um, listen to what others who love us are telling us and that's what that's why God gave us community I feel like you have so many good one-liners today you know I just we no. can't impact the world if we look just like it <laughs> mic drop Amanda out you know what I just like to just summarize Y'all, it a little somebody's bit. gonna get like a tattoo of something Amanda said that if that that's ever goals. happened if that ever happened, I, I would want to meet you and take a selfie. Basically basic goals. And take you to coffee and take you to dinner. Yeah, and do whatever things. else. I would hope. Like, yeah. I would, if you inked something that I said on your body, I would be like, But you yes. have really good things. Uh, I just want to encourage you. So that goes to our last thing, which number five is today is a gift. Today really is a gift, today honestly. Today is a gift, yes. And you have everything you need for where you need to be right now. Yes. Let's say it again. I love it. You have everything you need for where you need to be right now. And what I mean by that is this. If God is calling you to something, he is going to provide for you to get there. Mm-hmm. He is not going to be like, hey, I'm going to give you this dream, but good luck. You have no way to get there. Right, right. Right. So it may not look like it right now, but there are, it's a daily step by step process and he is the provider. So yes. he's the one that's going to provide. He's going to put the right people around you. If you submit and, and you know, to his call for your life, mm-hmm. if you start to just lay down and ask him, God, I need new friends. He's going to provide it. Like, mm-hmm. but you don't need to have this like dream life that you're going to force your way to get there and just be like, well, I'm going to make this happen on my own strength. Like he's going to come and he's going to provide. And I think, you know, for me, like, again, having a pastor's heart, like my prayer has been God, like I want to be influential in the kingdom. I want to be able to speak and give you glory. But can I just tell you, like, it's looked different than what I thought it was going to look like. Like I was really thinking, okay, well, I'm a singer. I love being on stage. It's going to look like me singing to thousands of people that's still like a dream that God's put in my heart and I think like that you know will happen Mm -hmm. in a different maybe way but God's put this love for people inside of me and like in my quote-unquote plan b jobs or like the things that I was like well like this is where I'm at today I've watched him move in some of the most beautiful Mm -hmm. mighty incredible ways and so my only job really is to steward what he's given me Mm -hmm. for that day and I believe okay God I'm going to wake up and you're going to put the right people in front of me that yeah. I need to love today. Yeah. You're going to put the right, um, I don't know, the right path. They're going to like bring me to the right place to live. Like just these things that I'm going to like work hard, but I'm also going to trust that like my job is to steward what yeah. you've given me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's so good. And also we just want to encourage you for all of you 20 somethings out there that 
if you are looking to a Kylie Jenner for mm-hmm. your for your inspiration, then that's what's going to come out. And I'm a firm believer of what you take in and what you look at and what you read and what you Ooh, listen to. Is, I have a quote. Oh, yes. This is my me, one quote for Tell me your one-liner. Tell me okay, your one-liner. Okay, I heard this this morning. Okay, what you behold is what you become. Uh, mic drop. We wow. Out. <laughs> Bye. No, but seriously. <laughs> no, like, but that's so good. So if you're behold, like if you're spending all your time beholding right. this one thing that's over here, but you expect to get over in the other direction, like that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. No. Yeah, you can't live... Like, you can't look for... What am I trying to say? What you just said, actually. Yeah. it's your Say your one-liner okay. again. You, what you behold is what you become. So if you're Love like... It. It, That's man, all if we you're need beholding to say. Jesus and you're, like, looking to him, like, you're going to start to look more like him. Yeah. But if, you're, if your goal... Like, okay, if you say to people, well, I want to be, like, this, you know, Christian mom or this Christian, like, wife or this Christian CEO or I want to, like, live in Christ, whatever. But then, like, your people you're surrounding yourself with or what you're idolizing or what you're looking up to is, like, mm-hmm. nothing to do with the Lord. Like, well, how are you going to get there, girl? Girl, girl, what's your, girly, what's your plan? Or here, here's a little mic drop moment. If you're like, I really want to have a godly husband, but you're dating uh, jerks? I was going to say a bad word. <laughs> D-bags. Is that a bad word? I was going <laughs> to say the full so. thing. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, if you're dating people that treat you like crap... Not worth it. You're probably not... The end result of that relationship is not, not going to be good. your Boaz. No. You know no. what I'm saying? <laughs> your Boaz. Your kinsman, re- kinsman redeemer is not the guy who's <laughs> oh sexing gosh. you at 2 a.m. I you love know what it. I, mean? I know what you mean. So, guys, we really hope that you were encouraged by this week's episode, Dear 20-Year-Old Me. And our challenge to you is to be where your feet are this week. That yeah. you would just be present to know that you're not waiting to arrive because you have to... Well, you have arrived. Yes, you have arrived. You're exactly where you need to be right now. And so submit to the process because, girl, God's got you. God's got you. I mean, why don't you read our five takeaway points? Yes. Go so, for it. number one, remember all of these this week and for the rest of your 20s. Yeah, remember it always. Number one. Tattoo it on your body. Tattoo all of these on your body. We <laughs> hope to see all. the hashtag basically basic tats. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Please follow us on Instagram and then tag us when you get our quotes tattooed on your body. Okay, great thing. So number one, Jesus was 30. The best is yet to come. Boom, boom, boom. Jesus was 30. <laughs> number two, <laughs> be where your feet are. None of your friends have it figured out either. Nope. Look around. Be aware. You're not missing out. Don't have FOMO. Don't have be FOMO. Be the FOMO. That doesn't make sense. Oh, actually, that's really I funny. love it. Don't have, Don't have FOMO. FOMO. Be, be the, the FOMO. Be the fear of missing out. I don't get it, but I like it. Okay. Tattoo that too. Yeah, tattoo. Don't have FOMO. Be the FOMO. Number three, your first job will probably not be your dream job, and that's okay. Your knees on the ground is better than your name at the top. Woo. Preach. Number four, learn from those who have gone before you. You are still young. Be teachable. That's right. Number five, today is a gift. You have everything you need for where you need to be right now. Oh, that's so good. So, guys... Our challenge this week is to accept these as truth. Give yourself some grace, especially if you're in your 20s or your 30s or your 40s, <laughs> 50s, or maybe you're 10. I don't know I don't who's know. listening to this right now. But guys, we are exactly where we need to be right now. Just continue to grow in him. That's all that we can do. So guys, I'm Cammie. She's Amanda. We're Basically Basic. And we know you are too. Be blessed. And be basic. From Starbucks line. Talking real love, Jesus Christ, yeah, he wants you basic.